Coming back to where you started is not the same as never leaving. That's a Terry Pratchett quote. And this is Dylan with Life. <laughs> I used to think if I couldn't find hope, I should just let it all go. I used to think if I couldn't make dreams come true, I should just let them all go. When life seems got something here to bring my energy up. It's a Hagen dazs delicious ice cream bar with hazelnuts on the outside. Actually, probably the worst thing to be chewing on and talking. I don't know if you can hear that rain out there, but it's a raining that Terry Pratchett quote is quite comforting, I think, is what I'm getting from it. Coming back to where you started is not the same as never leaving. Because I've been feeling down again for a while. I touched on it, I think, in the last episode, and it really... I hate getting into these grooves, or ruts, I guess, and it's really hard to be back in them because I feel like I haven't accomplished anything. I feel like I'm still here. No matter what I do, I'm still feeling this way, and that's always when I get uh, really down. That's the thought, probably. That's, That's just spiraling. Like No matter what you do, you come back to here. Even if you were gone for, for a couple months, you know, I was feeling normal, I was feeling good for a couple months. Once I get back, it's just like, uh, nothing was accomplished. And then I read a quote like this, coming back to where you started is not the same as never leaving. And I find that so comforting because it reminds me like, sure, I'm, I'm back here, I'm feeling this way again, But it's not like I've been feeling this way for a year straight. Which would would suck. There's people that that do deal with that permanent long time. And that's a thing. I I left. And now I'm back. But the victory in being back here is that I, I did leave that feeling for a while. And so I'm, I'm back, but I've learned some things. And I've achieved some things. And even though I feel this way, I can look at the last however many months it's been and feel proud and relax and try to comfort myself a bit and I guess put my mind at ease that, sure, I'm feeling this way, but I'll get out of it and then I'll be back and I'll, I'll be into a life that was better than before or better than the last time I was feeling this way. 
because I made some progress in leaving. And so that's a good place to be. I think I'm realizing just the control that um, our phones and TVs have over us. Especially during these times, during these COVID times. You're not out as much. You're not socializing as much. You're certainly now spending more time watching Netflix, watching, going through movies. Instead of going out and having conversations and different social interactions, which would just in turn cut your viewing of those maybe down to one day a week or or whatever one-seventh is. You know, for every seven hours you're watching now, you'd only watch one before. And I wonder how easily we're all going to break out of this. If we have to go through a whole winter and then summer comes along, like, will we just continue to stay in these weird self-isolated little pods just because that's what we're used to and it was like such a way of life and it's so sort of comfortable and it's it'll be scary not even because of the virus just because of being untrained in in those social ways to to go back out and having a maybe the unpredictability of life because we're going through all this time with at least no physical unpredictability for the most part. You know, if you're going out different places, you're having different things and different experiences happen. But now you're just you're just home. There's nothing too different happening. It's a lot of the same stuff. It's really gonna get routine over the winter. And I yeah, I just wonder how people are gonna do on the other end of this, if we'll be able to get back to normal. And it's not that I that I doubt it. I just it'll look different, I'm sure, after all this time. It could just be crazy, high-energy excitement. Everybody's going out all the time, seeing different people. There's COVID deals just because all these places are going to have crazy business and be making money like they weren't before. It's just going to be all these COVID deals if it's safe to have everybody out again. Bring in 20 friends and you all get a free pint. <laughs> Obviously not something that outrageous, but why not? I'm sure there'll be deals about big groups and just like packing places and knowing that there's safety of not getting shut down again. It'll be interesting. It'll be very interesting to see what's going on on the on the other side of this pandemic. I had an idea earlier today. And it was that we should grandfather out cigarettes and vapes. At least the nicotine vapes. I don't think that we need to outlaw weed so the, the weed vapes could stay. But outlaw the nicotine vapes and cigarettes. Because the numbers are ridiculous. I can't imagine how high the, the lung cancer death from cigarettes or other cancer death from cigarettes how high of a number that is yearly and we can be like sure the coronavirus is bad and scary 
and it's killed a lot of people, but do you know how many people are dying because of cigarettes? Which is something that we can do something about, which is stop allowing them to be sold and given to people. So many teenagers smoke vapes these days. When I was in high school, nobody really smoked cigarettes and nobody smoked vapes. Vapes weren't a thing. And obviously there was a a smoking pen. Like certainly people smoke cigarettes, but not a, a high percentage. Certainly not as high percentage as kids vaping these days. But what I'm saying is tons of deaths happen and a whole new generation is getting hooked on vapes, another smoking technology that we don't know, I'm sure, just how bad it is. I'm sure like with cigarettes, decades later we'll find out how bad vaping was and all the people that were doing it are going to have health issues down the road. And so I, I see no reason why we should be allowing these as a society be, to be sold and bought. And I get the only reason, I'm sure, is, is money, which is always the reason. I'm sure it's a billion-on-billion-dollar industry. But it's got to go. Let's be real. So, grandfather it out. Anybody alive today is allowed for the rest of their life to purchase cigarettes and or vapes. They can choose one of those. And that choice would go in a system and you wouldn't be able to change that choice at any point through your life so that you could use it to sell it to somebody else for something. I mean, you still could. It's still going to happen for sure, no matter which one you have. But, um, yeah. It would it would help a little bit. And anywho, yeah. Anybody born after 2020 just cannot legally purchase cigarettes or vapes anymore. And they wouldn't be allowed to for 20 years anyway, and so hopefully it would cut it. I guess it's hard to, I'm just thinking, it'd be tough to, there'd be so, the black market would be so huge that it would almost promote smoking. It would certainly promote the purchasing of it. Everybody would be hoarding it. Even me, because I don't smoke, I would buy some to hoard to sell at a later time when, I don't know, I don't even know. It would just, that'd be so radical that it would cause people to, I'm sure, buy tons of it. And since those companies can keep manufacturing because they get to supply all the people that are alive today, yeah, they they would love that because they would just mass produce even more and be like, big old end of the world sale. No more cigarettes. Buy now. So you gotta, you gotta, yeah. I guess make it more difficult to get. Make it a government thing. Take it away from private corporations and make it a government thing. The tobacco laws. The, nah, the nicotine laws. And yeah, no more corner stores selling cigarettes or gas stations selling cigarettes. It's illegal to sell them. 
And it's pretty much we're trying to get people to stop smoking cigarettes. So now the government will hold all of the nicotine. And if you want to continue to smoke, you can at certain intervals go to a government building and buy a pack. That money would then go into the government so that we can build better roads, have better, have more money in the education system to pay teachers and give uh, kids better, better learning. And I chuckled during the middle of that because I'm like, no, then the government's not going to, what are they going to do with the money? What are they going to do with all the smokes? Are they going to sign shady deals and send them across the world and make money and not tell us about it? Companies would still have to produce the cigarettes unless the government's going to start producing the cigarettes, which you know they won't. They'll just get them produced elsewhere. And it's those are my thoughts on life. It always is that negative. I think that's negative. It's certainly not trusting the government at all, at least the current ones. Like I, I see how it should work, and if the government just used the money for what they were supposed to, or just spent it all on if the, oh, if you took just like corporate corporate money and government took corporate ties out of it all, and the government just ran the way it's supposed to with all the funds that it gets. People are paid normal wages. Nobody's making crazy amounts of dollars. It would be so wonderful. And I guess I really think that, and not that this is an unpopular thought anymore, I think it's most people's thoughts, that we need to move to a much more social government. And I know we're at least... We're one of the countries that's closest to it, or at least we're not on the wrong side of it. And I've been thinking about it, about it, is that Canadian? And I've been thinking about it a lot recently, just the the political and economic way we need to go, I believe, at least, because whatever we've got going on isn't really working. And I think it's that, yeah, if we went to a a proper socialist state would be a lot better off i think everybody would be more happy i think you can spread the wealth out a lot more that way instead of introducing you know i guess universal basic income would be a part of that anyway i feel like i talk not even politics like i talk shit i don't know anything i'm saying but i talk this very bare bones level of politics and I feel I do it too much it's also why I don't talk about sports on here very often because I could just get lost I could just talk I could talk sports every episode all episode and I think that's a weird something I'm torn on about this podcast is I think I really do think about what I'm talking about more I'm not so fully myself or comfortable myself it's just it's just who I am I'm not a comfortable person in any sense of the word oh man in all walks of life 
feel like I've, I've got to be, I don't know, being somebody else, I guess. I feel like I can't quite be me. Not completely open and un- unfiltered at all. I don't think I quite fit in, I guess, in most circles. And maybe that's the thing. Maybe I need more circles, but just more people, different friends <laughs> that cover the different things I want to talk about. It's probably normal. It's probably how you set your friends up, right? That's why you have the friends. But yeah, I don't know. I think that's part of the problem is I'm not, uh, I don't so freely talk about the things I want to all the time, probably out of some fear of judgment or something, if I was just talking sports and talking shit. I think that's a big, big reason I love hockey so much is I go to the rink and I just talk shit, throwing jabs at everybody. And just uh, just having fun, just laughing, just in a good mood. But it's this, it's also, it's a character I put on when I'm at hockey. But it's like, maybe that's just my most unfiltered character. And maybe that's what I'm most, where I'm most comfortable. But there's no way that with people outside of the rink, at least people not on the team, that I'll, that I'll act that way. I'll throw a little bit of it in for sure. Like, there's, there's people that I'm comfortable with, but the ice rink is such a comfortable place. At least for me. As soon as I walk into there, I know what I, know what I can and can't do. That's what I love about playing hockey, is that is that's the happiest that I, that I ever am in life. And it's for, you know, two hours, two and a half hours. It's just, it's time with the boys. We've got a, a great group. We've been together for a few years now. And it's just, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy how we came together for a real strong like two years and then everybody slowly started drifting apart. But uh, everybody misses it. It's, it's such a connection that we have. <laughs> and it all started from joining the, the shittier league before the one we're in now and just running show in our first year and just having a fucking time we went like 28 and one or something it was only fun for the year because to always play that way would not be so fun but as a first year together not everybody knows each other and to have a year like that that's the whole team sports thing that's why people do it that's why i'll make sure that my kids if i have kids play team sports because the potential of it when it's at its best is uh second to none especially growing up but then and that was the thing is i didn't think that i would experience a a team like that again and we just had this hilarious year of some bonding, crazy things, crazy things, and uh, yeah, tangent, tangent there on the boys, but that's uh, that's you know that's home there. That's where we feel where we're home.
Everybody is who they is. They are who they are. They be who they be. And it's beautiful to see. And I know that I'm not the same person outside of there. So fuck you, COVID, for sure. Fuck you, COVID, for sure. Because I think that's the biggest disruption. And it's probably weird the team's not all there because of COVID now. And even though we're still playing, it just doesn't quite feel the same. But honestly, every time I think of um, moving away, different country, different uh, place in the world, the one of the main things that I'm always like, fuck, can't leave the team. What am I going to do, find a new team? I doubt it. That rain is still coming down out there. One thing I like about the way my house is set up is the place that I most commonly sit in my living room, which is the furthest spot to get to and the closest spot to the wall and the sliding door, is that just barely from it, I've got a, I usually move my head like two inches, but there's a street lamp, street lamp, there's a street lamp. And I can see how hard it's raining. And I appreciate that because, honestly, if that lamp wasn't there, it's residential and trees and sky, and there would just be, there'd be nothing for me to actually see the rain and how much it's raining. But I've just got this, like, I've got a rain, I've got a rain radar set up outside, which is very calming. I think it would frustrate me to no end if I could hear the rain, but not see it. Because I fucking love the rain. I went for a walk today. Got a bum-ass ankle. And it was raining. And I've been in the house for all day. And... I just wanted to go for a walk in the rain because I love the rain and I wanted a donaire. What I wore was these tight, I've never worn these pads before and I've had them for like four years or three years or something, but it's their, their tights, like under armor tights, skin tight, freaking spandex, like athletic tights full pants i'd never worn them out because i kind of thought they were ridiculous an ex gave them to me didn't give them to me like got these for you think you want them gave them to me like i don't know i have these do you want them or i'm gonna send them to wherever you give old clothes to people <laughs> donation bank clothes bank or i think she like consigned clothes so I took him because I was like, oh, athletic pants, fuck yeah. And then I just never wore them because they tight. But then what I saw, and this is, I know I'm way behind and I know I've seen it before too, but it didn't click with me until I saw this within the week 
and it was just a dude wearing athletic tights, and then he just had regular shorts on, athletic uh, basketball, Adidas shorts, sport shorts, like soccer, drawstring shorts, shorts, shorts. So I done did that. Tights on, shorts, very fall, very fall look. <laughs> um, yeah. It's a good walk. <laughs> um, in the rain. <laughs> this is going to be a hell of a podcast to edit. Usually I just use it all and clean it up. This is going to be a lot of, a lot of digging into. But I think that's what I wanted. At least I wanted to hear that for myself. Yes, it's just me. Dealing with life. So it should be a part of it. I talk often about the fucking things I want this podcast to be. Is that meta? Is it a meta podcast? Or that's just a sexy worry for me to phrase that I don't bring a lot of content to the podcasts. So a lot of the podcast is working out what I want to do on the podcast. But I think that's how the start of a podcast should be, right? 500 episodes in, it'll be so much more comfortable as to what it is. And these first episodes will just be things people don't listen to. Or it'll get a cult following. Probably probably that. These episodes will be like The Room. <laughs> I did not. What am I doing? I'm go I've got a nature slideshow going on. What's it called? Let me let me tell you here. Before I start the podcast, because I look at the TV while I'm doing the podcast, I put on the television. Beautiful landscapes 4K Ultra HD slideshow 2018. So I've been getting some beautiful landscapes. Ooh, there's an autumn forest walk in 4K. Can you believe that? It's two hours and 42 minutes of somebody walking through a forest. Autumn trail walk, 4K relaxation video. Oh my God. These are the fucking guys you see when you're doing hikes that have that camera protruding out of them. My cat just fell off the couch. <laughs> oh, that's sad. I think there was I think she was sleeping and she was too close to the edge. These are the guys you see on hikes that have, yeah, that camera strapped to them or, or hanging off them somehow on an arm, usually like pretty stable. This is what they're doing. I don't know if you have that, but this is very BC. And frankly, it's a great idea. I had a thought about VR earlier, and it's just that VR is going to take over the world. Especially in times like this, 
all we're doing right now is looking at a screen anyway. I assume. At least for me, it's like if I'm not working, then I'm at home looking at my phone or my TV. I'm not doing many other things. Because I can't really go out anywhere. And a, a nature walk like this, if you had a VR headset on, would look unreal. And it's so easy to do. And it is incredibly immersive. The VR ha- I had was just the Samsung gear and that was a very cheap version of what's actually available and sure it'll it'll take some time still but once they start getting into houses the oculus and these different systems playstation i know has one i do think that's the future ready player one's a great movie that it's a little childish i feel but still great visually pleasing and gets into, yeah, VR and what that future looks like. It'll be interesting. I think everybody's so torn between two worlds, or at least I'm torn between two worlds of enjoying tech and being just incredibly fascinated by it and wanting to see what's new and what's next, but also hiking, camping, watching this video of a, of a hike. There's something there. If that was all day, every day, would it feel as uncomfortable as this current life does? I doubt it. Let's just make sure that once this pandemic is over, we get back outside, see our friends, go on walks, do new things, see new places. There's a ton of excitement in And things to do and see in this life. And unfortunately, we can't do that right now. And regardless of what your thoughts are on the whole thing, there's no denying we're in the situation that we are right now. Which is there's a a virus going around. and We've got to, to quell that. But it takes a a buy-in from everybody. Whether you're somebody that believes in it or not. Buy-in for a good two weeks would be be ideal, would be the dream. But there's, you know, you know not everybody's going to do it. But buy-in for a month. Really do your best. And we'll see improvements. It just takes some sacrifice. But if we're going to keep going out, having large bubbles, seeing different people, doing different things, going different places, then we're going to keep going through this. And I don't want to keep going through this. I want to get back outside. It's raining. I want to be out there. But you gotta fucking buy in. Otherwise it's gonna keep going on for longer than we want it to. So do your part. Those people hollering about. I don't even know what they're hollering about. People are hollering about so much these days though. And I get it. There's a lot to holler about. And oh man. 
you're said, fed so much shit. I think that's, I gotta stop saying so up to date with the things that I do. And that's the, I mean, yeah, I look at other people and the way other people are living their lives and they feel a certain way and they carry themselves with a certain energy and, and positive outlook. And I don't do that. And it's probably because of what I'm constantly feeding myself content wise. Probably feed myself a terrible diet too, actually. But yeah, no, I mean, all of that, the, the things that I'm feeding my body and my, my mind and my soul, I got to find a way to bring that, bring that up. Feed off good energy. Instead of bad energy. That starts with me. And I really got to not be afraid of change. Get more comfortable. Rain update three this episode. It's still pouring. <laughs> it's raining sideways. Did you ever? Oh my god. Uh, the recommendation is an old, old YouTube video of a news reporter. And I'm not going to go much further than that because I won't, I don't do it justice and I want it to just be random, but I will put the link on everywhere, Twitter, Facebook, I'll put it in the episode notes. I don't know if you've noticed yet because of the lack of spring and summer we had, but we're well into fall. Like fall is upon us. And so it's dark earlier, which is what a phenomenon, <laughs> first of all, that uh, we just move closer and further from the sun. The sun moves. We're just going around town and cyclical nature of it it's it's poetry in motion though the world is beautiful the world the the, the universe ever at least what we know of what is going on is just so impressively in sync for how insanely random it is and how what it's created the laws of gravity and physics and the way that everything is aligned, it's cr it's crazy to think about. Even just starting with our solar system, that there's this giant ball of fire that's so dense that it's attracted these other objects to it. And they're just constantly moving at a ridiculous speed. And they're moving away and getting pulled back and continually being pulled in by this thing. And... Then even, you know, you can go smaller than that and obviously we're circled by these objects, these masses that are pulled in by our gravity. But then the sun is being pulled in by something's gravity. And our, our galaxy is being pulled on. But within that massive spance of insanity you've got our cool little planet that grew all this life that did all this shit and now they're talking about it because it's darker longer than it is at other times and so seasons uh, and so seasons 
our uh, our seasons and the ways that they work are cool. I haven't done the song of now yet. Song I've been listening to is "Details in the Fabric" by Jason Mraz. It's just really good. Definitely a much more down mood and different mood than uh, "Shot You Down," but uh, been really vibe into that. Much more chill. Much more down. Much more my everyday. And Jason Mraz, you gotta give him. Everybody's gotta like him, right? How could you not like Jason Mraz? I'm yours. Classic. Banger. I think everybody would agree. And I haven't heard anything too negative about him. He's got that Gypsy MC rap type song. Which is kind of fun. All the guys my fault. Say we ain't got no smoke. Ain't got nobody, baby, yeah, that I can go my shoulder. Yeah, Jason Mraz. He could, uh, he could end up being the first back-to-back featured artist on uh, Songs of Now, depending on how uh, frequently I put these out. Jason Mraz, underrated, I think, really the people's champion. Anyway, time to call it. Hope you're relaxed right now in this moment. Enjoy it. You deserve it. Okay, bye.